Joining us now, he's about to get back to work on the Champions Tour, Robert Carlson. Robert, what's going on? Good morning, Robert. Looking forward to go. I've had enough of sitting at home now. Yeah, <laughs> I would think. Goodness gracious. It's been a long time. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, how's the practice been going? Is it? Uh, have you been consistent, or are you, or are you trying to peak now? Uh, well, what I did was just when we stopped and um, – I don't remember it was a long time ago, like March. Uh, from the beginning, when it was just said it's going to miss four or five or six weeks, and we've got a date, we're going to restart in the end of May. Then I kind of went for, I set up a plan finishing the uh, end of May, then I was going to try to, to peak to the end of May. But uh, then the goalpost was just moved. We lost one tournament after another, and the weather at the end of May in Charlotte area was so poor. And they also, uh, I'm a home club at Longview, they. Uh, uh, verified the green so things went from bad to worse yeah. so i just decided to shoot off to sweden so i went to sweden for a month actually and uh, ended up with um, playing a tournament in uh, on my home club in katrina home in sweden i'm a host on a, on a tournament on the swedish golf tour which is kind of the third tier so just below which is gonna you know, take it here just below corner ferry tour so i played a 54 hole tournament on my own golf course and um, on my home course and uh, pulling a trolley do my own yardages and um, playing a professional event. It was the first time for about 35 years, I think, I played or 30 years to play a tournament where I pulled my own trolling. So, uh, but it was fun. Uh, are, are, now, are you like, man, having to clean my own clubs and uh, and pull my own clubs around? That yeah. stinks. <laughs> yeah, and I'll tell you what, the worst thing was the last day on the Sunday, Saturday, the third day we played, it was pouring down with rain, oh. 60 degrees. I've never wanted, I wished for a caddy as much in the whole life. <laughs> I it can was <laughs> Yeah, right. And, and by yeah. the way, you can't yell at a caddy for what, you know, you didn't give me the right yardage there. Or the, <laughs> no. you, you read that uh, putt start, wrong, caddy. Start yelling at yourself. <laughs> uh, it was a few times I turned around, it's like, where is he? Who gave me that stupid club? <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, it was fine. It was fine. I played that golf course many, many times, yeah. and it was, it was great. It was actually the first uh, professional tournament in. Uh, it could actually have been the first professional tournament in Europe because in Sweden we started a bit earlier. Yeah, first of July. That, that was just in the. Um, uh, I think we played like the second to fourth of July, and uh, we were so fortunate because we had like a third, like a third tier tournament, and we had uh, five winners or six winners from the European Tour. Yeah. Uh, uh, like um, there was also current winners. We had. Christian uh, Soderberg, who is actually going to play in Memphis next week, he right. played the third level event, and, and another three current kind of players and winners included, and then myself and a few other players. I mean, we definitely overachieved on the on the field. It was fantastic. We had a really really good um, media following, and, and uh, it was a big success. Even though we played the trolleys and and yardage uh, rangefinders and all these sort of things, but it was great. Everybody in Sweden looked. Uh, I mean, look forward to see some golf on TV, and, and we had a fantastic field and, and a good week, even though the weather was a miserable last day. Robert, how'd you finish? Uh, I was about 15, so okay. it was a typical uh, first event for me. I think I made the most birdies in the field, but I probably made more bogeys than most as well. So um, uh, it was a lot of good stuff there. So it was, it was good fun to play, uh, and uh, yeah, it was good. We had a uh, a young uh, uh, amateur actually won it from uh, he, who's a college player at Texas Tech. He won in the playoff against one of the top players on the Swedish golf tour. Is just missed, uh, the, the guy who beat in the playoff was uh, he's been sort of knocking on the door to the European tour a few times. So this this is a good amateur. You should remember his name is Ludwig Olberg. That won't he, be hard uh, to won, remember. 
Yeah, I should remember that man. He won that tournament. He also won the second tournament on the Swedish Golf Tour. So he's won back to back as an amateur, mm. and he won the second one with uh, with five strokes. So he's he's a good, good up and coming player. Wow. So, mm. so so you made mention of being able to use uh, you know the laser range finders. Uh, what is mm. your, what is your thought on something like that ever being used across all of professional golf? I mean, you know, I, I get that the caddies like to, to you know to do. I mean, the caddies all use them in practice rounds. To I mean, get you yardage. got the yardage from from the range finder, you know, in practice rounds. So, what's the difference? Yeah, it it doesn't really make much difference if you play them or not. People are saying it's going to be much quicker play, but I don't think it will be. No. Let's say you hit it over a trap, for example. Even if you know it's like 125 to the flag, you still want to know how much is it between the between the flag and the front bunker, for example, or to the back. So we will still use the uh, the yardage books um, to a certain extent. So, but for me, it doesn't really make a difference. We have the yardages anyway. The only thing we have to do is to take away the uh, the ups and downs, you know, the the altitude thing. Sure. But I mean, we have that in the book anyway. So. In, in practicality, it makes no difference whatsoever. We can have them, and we don't need to have them. It makes no difference for the numbers. It's very rare you make uh, mathematical errors or, or those kind of mistakes anyway. So it doesn't really make a difference. I don't. Really, I don't think so. Yeah, the only dif- difference I think would make from a speed of play perspective is if you hit one way off a line. You know, yeah. if you're if you're out and hit them over a tree or into another fairway, that's and, where it and, makes a difference. And you don't have yeah. to have the t- caddy spend three minutes trying to you know pace it off and calculate distance. That's where it speeds up play for me. Yeah, definitely. That's uh, I I think the same thing. It, it's definitely that's where you make the biggest biggest um, uh, pickup in time. And and let's say you have a bit the certain holes where you're going to hit over a pond, for example, and you're a bit off an angle, that there you can definitely make a difference. You don't have to walk too much across. And when it's really important, if it's a tight pin, so it's like over water and stuff, there it can make a huge difference speed-wise. You can just go straight away. Yeah, it's 170 and it's 12 from the water. That's it. Instead of trying to get the angle, trying to, how many are we going to add on for mathematical errors and the angles and all these sort of things. So there will make a difference. But that's about it, I think. Yeah. All right. So, um, you know, before the season was put on hold, you were running 11th. And again, we're talking to uh, champion mm-hmm. tour player Robert Carlson. You were 11th on the Schwab list. Uh, you'd had a, a tied for second and eighth and a T23 in the first uh, three mm-hmm. events out of the gate. Uh, obviously, you were playing pretty well. Uh, you think you're going to be able to, uh, after all this time, get back onto that horse and, and, and uh, be able to crack the whip? Uh, and are you prepared, number two, for all of the poking and prodding that's about to go on as you resume play? Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, this week we started playing on. Uh, we started playing next Friday, and I'm actually going Sunday this week. Just yeah, I'm going a day early just to see what's going on, mm-hmm. uh, what is happening with all the testing, and, and uh, what am I sort of getting myself into? So I gave myself an extra day this week, and. I think, like for most players, even if you have practice, that's even a few guys that played a bunch of tournaments on the PGA Tour, like VJ and Furyk and Ernie and guys like that. They played sticker, they played a bunch of events. So some guys are going to come in more ready to play, and some guys are going to come in more rusty. But I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to give myself a bit of slack and say, well, let's get a couple of events, let's get going, uh, and the way that we are very, very lucky. The way they've set it up this year, we have two extra events, the tour is put on two events. So it's going to be, we're starting Allied Championship and then have a week off. And then it's kind of three events in two and a half weeks because we play a major in Akron, the Players' Championship. And then the tour is put on two tournaments in um, Branson, Missouri. 
so we're going to fly from Akron to Branson and then two practice days play. It's going to be Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I think. And then we'll have Saturday, Sunday off, and then we change course and play Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday again. So wow. in two weeks, it's going to be, uh, well, actually, like in 10 days, we're going to have uh, two tournaments. So it's really good. Uh, that's the, the tour is using the money they usually give out to our pension. Uh, but there's certain rules with that that's going to be hard to fulfill for most players this year. So they've mm. taken the money and put it into two separate events instead so we can play play the, for the money. So that's a lot better for all the players. And we're very, very lucky and uh, to get the to get these events. And the tour has done a fantastic job for us. So I'm just hoping we can have as many tournaments as we can at, at the end of the season. Um, yeah. But then after those two weeks, we have a break of about 10 days, and then it's six weeks in a row, which for uh, the guys on the Champions Tour is going to be a lot. Yes. Uh, so, But I'm going to try to play everything we can now. So uh, it's going to be kind of a hectic season if we don't end up losing any more events. And, and I'm really looking forward to it. But as I said, I'm going to give ourselves a bit of slack to get into it. It's, it's going to be different. We have three or four months off now without any events in, in the sort of middle of the season. I'm Swedish. I'm usually have it, but then it's usually snowing and pretty miserable <laughs> right. outside. But now we've had been practicing and practicing and practicing and then playing events. So yeah. it's been different. Robert, you know, in looking at the money list, I mean, you're only one win away from being from leading the money list. I mean, it's it, the the season is so young still. I mean, you've only played in three mm-hmm. events and you're ranked 11th. You know, mm-hmm. a, a win puts you right up there with with Bernhard and, and Brett quickly. And so, I mean, you know, you, you have a few good finishes and you're going to be way up the list. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely ready to go. And yeah. uh, what has happened a bit for uh, what's happened for us, they have put the two seasons together. So our Charles Schwab is actually going all the way up to the end of November or beginning of November 2021. So we're going to have like a super season. But uh, and for all the players, they have uh, they keep in the same categories, except for the guys from the tour school where I am. So I'm kind of forced to play really well because the, the tour school players normally. Uh, guaranteed to play 15 events, and uh, I'm played. I'm going to play 15 events, so I'm guaranteed, and that's excluding majors and things like that. So 15 regular events, which is going to be, if we have the tournaments now uh, and we don't lose anymore, that's going to expire at the beginning of next year, like maybe two or three events into next season, and then after that, our tour school cards are gone, but they have introduced a new category, which is. Top five, not otherwise exempt from week to week to week. So I have a lot of pressure on myself. All the two school guys have a lot of pressure on themselves to play well now coming up. Right. If we're going to cut it right now, I'm number one in that category. I think uh, Stephen Lee is too. And Glenn Day is in there. Darren, I think, Darren Clark. And possibly um, uh, John Daly. So um, at the moment, I'm doing really well in that category. But I do feel like I have a bit of pressure on myself to perform. But it's important for me not to get too sort of sucked into that. I'm going to focus on my game and, and play my game and and uh, sort of aim upwards. That's the most important thing. But uh, it's going to be a bit of a tough season for a lot of guys. And, uh, and obviously, if we lose, uh, for the tour school guys, if we lose uh, more events, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's it's going to be a bit confusing. But I think it's, it's uh, we just play when we can and, and uh, see if we can get something going. But I mean, for myself, as you said, I played really well early on the season and I'm trying to build on that. So I feel really good about going out playing. Well, Robert, man, we always appreciate you coming on with us. Uh, we'll catch up with you a little bit later in the year after you've uh, won a couple times and are at the top of the money list. 
Let's go for that. Sounds right. good. Thanks a lot, man. Thank you, Robert. Thank you. That's a champ tour player, Robert Carlson, Charlottean. Yes, sir. Longview. Via Sweden. Sweden.